calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Previously on Transmissions from Colony One. The future success of this country and society in general depends on human advancement. And our long-term goals lie not here on Earth, but amongst a greater community. Touchdown! Wasp has landed. We've lost the Earth. And so begins the new dawn. Copy, Sam. We have you on the surface. That star looks overly bright tonight, doesn't it? What star? Right there. That, fine sirs, is the Eta Carina supernova. Nearly nine days without signal from Earth. So, Walter, this Eta Carina, there wouldn't be any associated danger, would there? Nah. Not unless the poles were pointed right at us. If they were, we'd all be dead before we'd even notice it. Why? Gamma ray bursts. GRBs. About a week ago, I received a private command-level data message. Private command? Oh, shit. The message was sent from a small asteroid orbiter revolving around Ceres, that along with a network of other NASA orbiters and craft, has been programmed to receive, relay, and repeat PEMs, or Planetary Emergency Messages. Now, the first part of the message indicated a radiological event. What do you radiological event? Earth was directly in line with the polar axis of Eta Carina. Earth was hit by gamma ray burst? What about MEGT2? Nothing about them at all. I, uh, I just don't know. The mission has not failed. Hasn't failed. No more supplies, no more crews, nothing. The mission is over. This mission now is more important than it ever was meant to be at this stage. At this stage? What do you mean? Sam? What are you talking about, Sam? What did you mean by at this stage? Seismic activity alert. What is happening? Seismic activity alert. Los Angeles, California, 2036, 20 years earlier. We're approaching 20,000 feet. Mr. President, I'm honored to have you on my jet. Please, Senator, call me Ed. After eight years of hearing Mr. President, it starts to get a little old. <laughs> You're the boss. <clears throat> All right, Rich. Can I call you Rich? Uh, sure. Good. So, Rich, uh, you wouldn't mind if your advisor took ten, would you? Oh, uh... Not at all. 
Dennis, could you go into the next cabin for a bit? Uh, of course. Thanks. Richard, I want you to meet some folks. This here's Charlie Swanson. He runs a show over at NASA. NASA, I know. Good to see you, Charles. How's the new office? Evening, Richard. Director General of the ESA, Vivian Burns. Senator. And this is Dr. Lindsey White from MIT. Pleased to meet you, Senator. Nice to meet you guys. So what's up? All right, Rich. Brass tacks. Now, it doesn't take an idiot to see that since New Hampshire, you've been dipping in the polls. We need to discuss how you're going to win your election. Well, I think our focus on just winning the nomination... That's the problem, Rich. You're not thinking big picture. Governor Keats is set to win the nomination, and unless someone with strong principles can stand up to him, he will take the White House. So you say, Mr. Uh, I mean, Ed... Now, the things you're campaigning on, they're good ideas, but they won't win you the presidency. You need to change your platform, Rich. Now, hear these folks out. They have an idea for you that, if played right, will ensure a victory, 100%. 100%? Dr. White? Senator Richard Thorpe, before we get started, we need to make sure that whatever happens, the information you're about to learn is never repeated to anyone but those All who... right, what is this about, Mr. President? Rich, <clears throat> can we trust you? Sure, yes. Not a word. This is a file detailing C-2033A2, a comet the size of Russia located on the farthest reaches of the Kuiper Belt two and a half years ago. I led the team that discovered this object as it was emerging from the Oort cloud. Uh -huh. When analyzing C-2033A2, we found some unsettling statistics. The data in this file may seem a bit heavy, so I'll summarize. This comet is headed for Earth. What? Recent readings have been consistent. 97% probability of a direct impact. 100% probability of a glancing blow. No matter how you look at it, Rich, we got a big problem on our hands. I see. Now, C-2033A2 is predicted to strike in the year 2120. So, fortunately for us, we'll all be long gone. But our grandchildren and great-grandchildren... What kind of plan do we have for this? What about bunkers, or... Is there a plan? In a few months, the ESA and Roscosmos will launch a thermonuclear device to intercept the comet. And at the very least, knock it off course. Even that's a gamble. You can't nuke something the size of a moon and guarantee results. So, if that fails? Our other alternative wouldn't be able to save us from the comet. But it would at least give us an option. And this is where you come in, Rich. Chuck? Look through this, Richard. Hmm. Operation Lifeboat. Permanent habitation of Mars. Permanent. <clears throat> yeah, you know, Charles, there's a reason we haven't been to Mars yet. You do realize how difficult it is to get there, correct? We're a hundred years away from the technology needed With to... With all due respect, Senator Thorpe, it's been a while since you've been an astronaut. Maybe you heard about the work being done at the NIF in Livermore. Right, right, sustainable fusion. But, wait, your... Transit to Mars used to take months. Now, weeks. And that's just the start. All the heavy hitters are making new space station designs. The Australians and Japanese have begun work on a space elevator at Jarvis Island in the Pacific. A space elevator? Operation Lifeboat's objective is the colonization and rapid terraformation of Mars. When we send people there, we need to make sure they aren't just living underground, so a terraforming protocol needs to be established to make the atmosphere habitable. And how are you planning to do that? Nukes, garbage, aerosols, global warming agents. Uh-huh. Since this is a colonization mission, that means one-way trips. One way. Several crews dropping down on Mars, 
year by year with an assembly line of supplies to make sure everyone on the surface has everything they need. Hundreds of manned missions over decades. Aha! The goal of Operation Lifeboat will be to provide a sizable, sustainable human population on Mars before the comet strikes. I see. And you want me to sell this to the public? You want me to campaign on this proposed mission, or else we all die? Rich, if you run your campaign like an idiot and lose, then sure, that's what you tell them. But to win the American people, hell, the people of the world over, you need to make it attractive. The public cannot know about this comet, Richard. If word got out, society would collapse. <laughs> it's been hard as hell just trying to lock down anyone with a damn telescope. These days, people are excited by space exploration, more than they've been in decades. Also, the economy's surging and nations lack a worthy investment. Why not this? We know you're no dummy, Rich. You can make something like this appealing to the public. So I'm clear. You're ensuring a victory in November if I choose to sign off on this. What if I refuse? Well, what do you think could happen? With this information, of course, we'd have to kill you. <laughs> He's up, Rich. But if you refuse, we'll go to Governor Keats. We'll make him play ball. Whether it's you or Keats, this thing is gonna happen. Personally, you're the likeliest candidate for the job, given your history. So what'll it be, Rich? You wanna be President of the United States? Uh, sure, ha! but- Knew we could count on you, Rich. Now, we need to stress again the secrecy of this matter. You cannot tell anyone about this. Not your friends, not your family. No friends, no family, no coworkers, no one. That was the protocol, but there it is, Tina. That's what I meant by, at this stage. Guess that makes us the lucky ones. Alina and I have completed the scan of the WASP exterior. Support arms 8 through 12 have been crushed like tin cans. WASP is sitting on a 5 degree slant. Guess make an implant for Mars quakes. What about the Chinese? The Chinese? What about the Chinese? They built that moon base a few years back, right? So? Maybe if there was a crew station there, they could at least let us know about any survivors and then... There aren't survivors, Andrew. What the hell difference does it make? The GRB probably hit the moon too. What I'm saying is, why not get in contact with the Chinese? Or maybe even use one of the emergency return vehicles? You're joking, right? This, this is a joke. Supplies are cut, and it's only a matter of time until we have it depleted. Kai was right, Sam. This mission is over. Mekdi has failed. So you're suggesting we all board up on an ERV and head to the moon? That's your plan. What do we do then? Should we go to Earth? Wait for the comet? Sam, there's only 16 of us left. When you add that into the mix of limited supply, our future's looking pretty grim. The mission was always supposed to be difficult, Tina. We just need to double our efforts on reaching self-sufficiency. The human race began with two, and we have 16. We haven't lost yet. If there are survivors on Earth, though, we can... If you're going to mention taking our ERV on some idiotic flight oh across... my god. What? What do you got? Looks like a fumarole opened up an ancient... Fumarole? An opening in the crust. Seems to have opened up an old fault line or fissure directly under the wasp. But we're still okay, right? No. I tracked the seismic activity from this fumarole, and it leads over a thousand kilometers to the east. Right there. Olympus Mons is awake, and we're directly in its reach. <laughs> this just keeps getting better and better. Well, that's just wonderful! Way to go, Mekdi! 
way to put us right next to a volcano the size of Arizona when it's about to erupt. Bravo! Jennifer, are you sure this is what's happened? Sam, the data is right here on the screen. Olympus Mons is active, and there will be more eruptions. This is just great. Kaya, abort repair EVA and return to the ship. Pete, when you get back inside, run a control override of the recon worker to bring up imagery of Olympus Mons. If that's even possible in this storm. You got it, Sam. Rachel, after Water Station 1 repairs, meet with Nada and Beth. Bring up the maps. Call Jennifer in to figure out safe destinations. Copy that. Fedor, after you finish your repairs, meet me in my quarters to begin going over your blueprints of the ship. Alina, once you're back inside, join us, please. Will they show where you guys stashed this PEM machine on the ship by design? Just do it. Alina, I also want you to bring up the inventory list for the Wasp. All compartments. We need to figure out what's the most crucial. Okay. Andrew, suit up and get to the loading bay to begin work on Rover 1. We need it in working order. Pete, when you finish the MRO, go to the loading bay and see what you can do about upgrading these rovers. We're going to need to get as much speed out of these things as possible. Andrew, let's go. What's all this about? Just in case you've been too busy daydreaming about moon bases, Andrew, Olympus Mons is erupting. And I do not want to be anywhere near it when it goes. We're evacuating the Wasp. Well, we're dead anyway. Why not? But where are we going to go? Any place but here. We can do this. We're all going to die. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.